back in the field. My name is Carl. And my name is Arthi. And today we're talking about, uh, well, three episodes. Um, we're talking about Hostage Situation, Nine Days, and The Cruise, I think is what it's called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Perfect. I had a lot of mixed feelings about at least one of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, this was... I like the cruise, but this was kind of a weird stretch. Like, what do you mean? Well, I mean... I don't know. I really didn't like the hostage situation. I really didn't like it. I rewatched the episode this morning, but I did not rewatch hostage situation because I will never watch that episode again. Yeah, let's talk about how much I disliked that episode. Let's let's talk about that episode real fast. Yeah. Um, so, Carl, what happens in hostage situation? Weird sperm stuff. That's all. I don't remember the BRC plots, but they tried to get uh, Boyle's frozen semen back from his evil ex-wife. Are, are the B and C plots the... No, it's not the Neil deGrasse Tyson stuff. That was earlier. That was a while ago. Yeah. Well, they clearly don't matter. Oh, uh, one of them. No, that's that's nine days. Is about Boyle and his dog. Yep. Oh my god, I have no idea what the B and C plots were. Uh, I can look it up, I guess. No, I don't think it matters because if we don't remember them and we dislike, they might have been the good part. Oh. Like, there's a high chance they're the good part, but they were overshadowed. <laughs> By how bad everything else was. Oh, there was a self-defense class thing. Oh, yeah. That was actually pretty... In- like, I remember Tumblr being really into Amy being mentor material as opposed to mentee material. And then there was that thing with the um, the criminal who would only talk to Gina. Ah, uh, Yes. That was fine. Yeah, none of that mattered, though. Established a bunch of stuff we already know. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So, in the main part of this episode, Jake and Boyle work together to try to get back Boyle's frozen semen. Pretty much, yeah. Cool. What a... What a... That's such, like, an intense logline, too. Like, I don't even want to... I can't. I cannot. Yeah, I mean... I'm not a fan of evil ex-wife tropes. And, like, we've known that Boyle's ex-wife is, like, not a great person, but I had kind of hoped that, like, it was purely, like, a personality mismatch and not, like, a true evil kind of situation. I'm not sure contracts exist that will give you 85% of someone income in perpetuity. <sighs> I'm really mad at past Boyle for being such a fucking loser. I'm sometimes mad at present Boyle for being such a fucking loser. This character. I don't... This episode made me question why we like this character. Oh man, that's that's intense. That's kind of bad. Like, I don't like his current romance plot. Mm-hmm. I don't like the person he was when he was with Eleanor. Mm-hmm. I don't like that he can't stop grossing people out. Or won't. I think he's won't. Um, I guess... Why do we like Boyle? I think because he's in, he's inherently sincere. Yeah. Well, like I'm serious. Like okay. there's something there is something inherently attractive about someone who is like constantly sincere like that. I also like recognize that Boyle's got, to put it mildly, issues with boundaries. Yes. 
feel like he wasn't this much of a loser or a creep in season one. Like, don't get me wrong. The, like, weird stalking fixation on Rosa, while, like, not welcome, uh, is not anywhere near this level. I guess, I mean, I would take this over season one, Coil. But I don't know why. I mean, if these were options, then, yeah. I mean, I think he hit a a balancing point in season two and then has just tipped crazy. They're leaning on him for a lot of the humor, and I don't know. It's not a direction I approve of. I I don't know. I mean, on one hand, I see what you're saying. On the other, I'm also like, eh. Yeah, I don't know. I... There's probably some other stuff in this episode. I mean, I did predict weird baby nonsense forthcoming. I didn't think it was going to be this. Um... All right, well, we hated, we didn't hate this episode, but... I hated this episode. Okay, cool. You hated this episode. I don't, didn't care for it, certainly. I hated this episode. Cool. I'll say that as many times as it takes. This episode stank. (laughs) Cool. Okay, well, I mean, I don't want to talk about it anymore if it wasn't great. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about anything else. So what happened in nine days, Carl? Uh, In nine days, uh, both... Holt has become a sad sack due to Kevin being away for six months. Uh, so Jake employs a fabric of lies to try to cheer him up by opening up a cold case for no reason. Um, they immediately get the mumps and are confined to uh, Holt's apartment for nine days, during which time they somehow solve the case and learn a lesson about themselves or something. Uh, in the B plot... Uh, Terry is temporary acting captain and therefore tries to massively uh, overwork himself and it doesn't work uh, but he learns less about himself and in the C plot uh, Boyle's dog has died so Rose is like dogs suck but then they all learn less about themselves and dogs Um, let's start with the C plot Uh, Rosa with that dog was adorable yes Yes. Uh, the show's good at adorable dogs. Yes. The show's good at gross dogs. The show's not good at remembering previous dogs. Um, <laughs> because when Boyle was given two dogs, he definitely didn't already have a dog. You're right. And now he doesn't have those two dogs. Also true. Uh, show, I thought you knew about continuity at all. <laughs> I didn't actually think that. <laughs> well, this was kind of an important detail. Nah, I mean, it's not that important, but, like, your fan base is gonna remember those two puppies. You made a pretty big deal about them. All You've disappointed all three of us. Yeah. But they're gone now. Uh, Never coming back. Goodbye, puppies. Also, those two little dogs did not become those two enormous dogs we saw later. No way. Which two enormous dogs? The, like, the, the ones we saw in, um... Oh, did those dogs come back? Yes. Oh my god, you used the dogs twice and then just deleted them for the sake of this episode? Jesus. So sloppy. Let's talk about the B-plot. Uh, so I... We had talked in our last podcast about Terry and Command, how Command could look really good on him. 
Um, and then we, we saw him. I had watched ahead at the time. Um, I mentioned that this was coming, that Terry would take over the precinct for a while. I feel about that plotline? Because I thought it was handled correctly. I thought it was okay. I mean, I think that this episode was a little heavy-handed in its delivery of messages one after another. I thought it was a realistic message to send to Terry. And I think that, like, it's realistic that the captain would give him his, like, test to study off of, but also, like, he spent years and years and years trying to be captain. So he's probably a lot, he was probably already a lot further in his preparations for that than Terry is at this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Terry's always been a little gung-ho about lists of things to do. <laughs> I share that with Terry. Like when um, the horrible iPad things were around. Oh, yeah. He was super on board with this. Yeah, yeah. The dozer pads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see I see what the episode means about putting up fires, I guess. Let's talk about the mumps. Step one, people need to vaccinate their children. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is what's going to happen to all of us because of a few dickheads. Herd immunity is more important than whatever your issues are. Uh, fake issues at that? I can't. I cannot. Yeah. If you're an anti-vaxxer, stop listening to us. Yeah, please. <laughs> you, don't, you don't deserve entertainment. Well, kind of, yeah. I can't believe Amy made... Uh, Amy and her cooking. I like that that's like a low-level meme, but like... Recipes, though, girl. She followed it. True. But, like, other times she hasn't. Yeah, but that's because she couldn't. Okay. She didn't have salt, so she used baking flour or whatever. It's baking soda. Oh, my baking God. Soda. That's horrible. All right, fair. Yeah. She just doesn't understand anything about the delicate art of cooking. Ugh, God, horrifying. She doesn't know which ingredients are good and which are bad. <laughs> I think my favorite joke in this episode is him, out. is her being like, he's just writing case over and over again. That was pretty good. I like when he yelled case. <laughs> well, I actually, I didn't hate seven, nine days. I didn't hate nine days. I actually kind of, I kind of liked it. I kind of thought it was, I mean, it wasn't like perfect, but it was like really fun. Really. Yeah. I thought it was good at doing what it. I thought it was, you know, I thought it turned out to be disposable. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm ready to move on to the cruise if you are. Yeah, it looks like this episode's going to be shorter than most episodes we do when we only had one episode to do. Did you cut out? Uh, yes, but um, I heard this episode's going to be a little bit shorter because of our technical problems. It just seems like we're going to finish it up in less time than we would for like an episode where we only covered one episode of the show. Yeah. I mean, part of it's like just like I have to go to work and also my internet is apparently failing me. I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> That's Last episode was like, artificially way too long because we was talking about completely unrelated shit so oh that's fair so we stayed super on point on on topic this episode all right mm-hmm. cool okay um what was i saying okay so the cruise doug judy three yeah yeah should we talk about how pregnant melissa fumero looked in this episode well i'm supposed to sum up the episode's content first right 
Right. Yeah. Hey, Carl, what happened in the cruise? So what happens on the cruise is Jake and Amy go on a couple's cruise. It's mostly for the oldies. There's a clash of styles in their vacation methodologies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it all comes tumbling down when it turns out Doug Jude's on the boat. They end up acting as a security detail to try to keep him from being assassinated. <laughs> he delivers some important, you know, lessons that they learn about themselves, which I'm going to keep saying in this uh, episode of the podcast. Uh, and then he totally escapes because he's Doug Judy. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, back on shore, I can't figure what happened back on shore, even though I just watched this episode. Uh, Rosa and Boyle mm -hmm. uh, investigate a death in a beautiful apartment and uh, begin racing to ingratiate themselves to the landlord. Yes. Who ends up being a criminal. They, uh, they close the case. I don't know why Boyle is looking at this apartment when 85% of his income is permanently given to his wife, but whatever. Such an albatross. Okay, never mind. Not talking about mm -hmm. that episode. I'm sure Holt did something. Oh, right. His sister was around. She's <laughs> apparently a drama factory because she sometimes talks about the things that happened during her day. And uh, she got dumped, so he ends up comforting her and being a uh, moderately decent brother. I had a small amount of feelings. I thought that... Uh, Let's start with that plot line, since you had a lot of feelings. <laughs> it's weird that they characterized her as being a drama queen by having her be hip to the dankest memes. Please, please expound upon that. I mean, she talks like she's on Tumblr, but she's like late 40s. Yeah, she's definitely outside of the expected Tumblr demographic. And like a lot of people on Tumblr are older than the primary Tumblr set. That's fine. A lot of people on Twitter are too, but I don't think she's like so even. <laughs> I just don't think that i think they are chasing two different goals that are not compatible really oh no please please unpack that well i think that they want to a lot of the kind of language of the show is couched in trying to keep up with how the kids talk uh-huh which is good normally holt's normally above that <laughs> And his sister's in his same demographic, which, like, I'm all for seeing how their relationship works. It makes sense that, like, she would be more dramatic than him and that would, in, in, that would lead to a personality clash. Mm -hmm. But she shouldn't talk like that. There just isn't, I don't think there's that kind of, like, vocabulary elasticity she would have a set way of talking to her brother. She would perform some kind of code switching, right? She wouldn't talk like she's talking on the internet, even if she spent most of her time talking on the internet. I see that, because I don't feel like I use, like, I cannot even with my brother. Yeah, and he's younger than you, uh -huh. right? Like, if you were both 50, you definitely would not use whatever weird-ass shit people are saying in 20 years. With your brother, who you've been talking to all the time since you were little kids. You have your own way of talking to that person. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, and also, like, my brother isn't on the internet the way I am, right? So, like... So you make adjustments for that subconsciously. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. I, I don't talk to my brother the way I talk to the internet. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah. I mean, I might text him the way I text on the internet, but I don't talk to him that way. You cut out. Um, I said I text him like I might if we were internet people, but I don't talk to him that way. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I like their relationship, actually. Yeah. I I thought that, like, Holt was overstating it about her drama queenness. Like, they started out with her having, like, ridiculous theories or something. Mm-hmm. But I think that they didn't really commit to that, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, it also makes sense that from Holt's perspective, somebody who is simply more like, I'm feeling my feelings right now, is, to his perspective, very dramatic. Yeah, they started to, like, they started to establish her as someone who was way overdramatic and came to, like, snap decisions about Mm -hmm. things. But they definitely didn't go all the way. Yeah, and that's honestly probably for the best because, like, that's Gina's character sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's a draft of the script where that character is, like, like very much um, dramatic in that sense, and they cut it because they were like, oh, it's too much like Gina. Well, also, that's, that's a one-off mm-hmm. joke. It's not uh-huh. a plot. As far as I'm concerned. I'm sure people would make it into a plot. Speaking of plot lines, uh, the B-plot in this episode. The smoothest of segues. <laughs> Listen, we both know that that's like our thing now. <laughs> the lack of segue. Uh, the B-plot contained Andalusia. Right. And eels. Oh yeah, I don't care about this B-plot. <laughs> that's cool. It was fine. I will say that it's... um absolutely impossible that Boyle has any disposable income or a good credit rating because 85% of his income goes to his wife and he lives in New York City so he's technically dead (laughs) Um, that's what he is he (laughs) he certainly cannot live in a house um, and there's no reason for him to be alive so thanks (laughs) hostage situation you really contributed to this fucking series I hate you (laughs) I wish you'd never happened you were a mistake. Can't we out canon that episode? Oh, I have. Okay, cool. Except that, like, I'm sure his balls being turned into dust will remain a plot point. Also, apparently, he's looking for surrogates for his child that he wants to have. For God, I hate oil. <laughs> he's the worst. We used to like him, or at least tolerate him. I'm impressed by the amount of time that Rosa and Boyle have been getting together. Yeah, like hanging out and being friends? It's like two episodes in a row. Yeah, actually. I I also really like that uh, this is this B-plot is functionally a joke that they brought back from season one. How so? Remember in... Um, About how criminals always have really nice apartments? The psychic episode? Um, remember the episode with the psychic? Like, Amy's like, oh, why do criminals have the best apartments? Yeah, except this was 
not a criminal. It was an old lady who died. Technically, she died because of a criminal. That's the opposite of being a criminal, though. <laughs> kind Amer- of a stretch. Not in America, Carl. Come on. What? <laughs> we put victims on trial here because we're the best. Arthi, I could, I could see like it. You, you, you made this argument. It's like a molecule thin right now because of how far you stretch it. I, I, it cut out after molecule. Well, just assume that I was burning you. Got it. I feel very burninated. Uh huh. Trogdor? Oh no, you're not. Re- anyway. No, I know about Trogdor. Cool. Great. I figured. I did not think you didn't. Yeah, it was um, on the internet in what, 06? Something like that. <laughs> um, let's talk about the A plot. Uh, one second. Okay. I'm trying to figure out when Trogdor is first from so I can make it feel really old. <laughs> 2003 yeah I was gonna say Homestar Runner had stopped running by like 06 for sure no it never stopped it just got bad oh I thought they stopped production no okay I mean they stopped regular production it just okay. became completely irrelevant oh okay they would still do stuff sometimes it got worse and worse and worse you wanted to talk about the A-plot, though. Yes. Uh, so the couple's cruise that Jake wins and asks no questions about. I mean, why would he? <laughs> there are far more important things that he's never asked a question about. That's actually true. Um, you know, this was probably the first time I didn't hate a Doug Judy episode. Yeah, I was going to say, I liked this episode. I know. And I liked it because of Doug Judy. I know. What happened? And I don't... I guess I don't mind being wrong. Like, I guess I'm a bigger person than that. But, I mean, I really didn't expect it. It helped that he was not on the, in the same country as Rosa. You know what? I was thinking about how, like, I think the Rosa... Yeah, I think Rosa's not being there was the big reason I actually really liked this episode. Well, it helps you kind of forget that he was supposed to be Rosa's nemesis. And then Jake was like, no, I'm taking over this entire thing and bogarting your... Um, but yeah I mean I even liked the recurrence of the Rosa 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 song right that felt like a callback rather than like something super creepy yeah I liked everything he did this episode I liked smushing Uh, he had really good advice for Jake yeah when you two are together you're just adorable that wasn't the advice. That was <laughs> no. I'm. I was quoting another thing he said that I liked. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. But I did. Sky is falling. I really liked that. I loved his advice of like, like I know what you're talking about though. Like when he was like, um, like do do the things that she likes to do that she wants to do because, you know, it feels like she's sacrificing a lot for you in this situation right now. Uh, I I think Jake should should probably follow it. Um, he did though. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, but that's just Jake. <laughs> he did though. Just eventually is kind of Jake's entire mo. Mm. Um, 
And uh, and like the callback of them, I, I can't. I just want to talk about that ending. Okay. Like, Go for it. Like that callback of them like dancing again, which God bless you, Tumblr, for putting all those gifts side by side. Yeah. Yeah. That seemed like an obvious one. I mean, obviously they've been taking dance lessons together. But that's really cute. You're right. I thought it was good. I mean, I think that we can now put to rest old fears about uh, about Jake being too much more into her. Because she said that she loved him first, and he only like he only <laughs> fucked it up for like thirty seconds. And I kind of, I kind of love that. Like, I mean, that was something that I had been very adamant. Like, I think Amy should say, "I love you first." I've said before, like I feel like Jake is the one always reaching, and so this time it felt like she was the one like reaching out to him, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, yeah." So. Good mm-hmm. things about this episode. I, I I've got some like I don't want to be always complaining. I've got some complaints eventually. Uh, but wait, then start with those because we sure. Jake likes shrimp now. What the fuck? <laughs> what the ever loving fuck? I hate. This <laughs> Spent so long trying to decide for your weird fish nonsense, and now he likes shrimp. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stop laughing. Also, Melissa Fumero should not be eating shrimp if she's pregnant. You're right. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Luckily, it's not a real thing in the show. Oh my god. <laughs> she, she, I loved them using all those like giant props. In an attempt to hide her pregnancy. Yeah, it really stopped working when they got in the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, and then it was just like, oh, this is just an enormous shirt. Yeah, and she still looks super pregnant. I know, I know. It's like they didn't even pretend. I mean, they did that for Leslie Nope on Parks, too, so. Yeah. Oh, there's something I forgot to mention in nine days. Holt really shouldn't be doing the cool, cool, cool thing. Oh, Yeah. Especially them doing that in unison, that seems really forced. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's like but, the fifth callback to that fucking joke. It's not a good joke. <laughs> like, it is something I say now, but that doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> I know. But, like, I feel like that's the whole point, is, like, that it's become part of the lexicon. Yeah, but a narrow part of the lexicon. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh... That was basically my only complaint with this episode. I thought the rest of it was really, really good. I know. I actually really did feel this episode was pretty deftly handled. I mean, like, the B-plot was, like, whatever, but... um... But even it had stuff I really liked. I really liked uh, Terry Busty and saying, Captain, the Mafia is at it again. And then he had a really confused look on his face, like, this was our plan. Wait, isn't... Because... Because the part that Holt, the part of the plan that Holt was executing, where he tried to talk internet, seemed to be working. But then Gina and Terry kept busting in with like, they want crime down by the end of the week. Yes, <laughs> which was actually pretty great. What a great joke. 
I did like that the two of the plot lines ended on like a really like genuine heartfelt moment. Yeah. Two at least. Did the B plot? Which one is the B plot? The the apartment. No. That ended with them going back to back to like fighting over the apartment. Right, right. Super happy with this episode, and I'm super happy with our very super short podcast. Yeah, because he's got to go to work. From all of us to all of you, this has been Back in the Field. My name is Carl. Uh, my name is Arthi. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.